following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, Brian and I come back and discuss our top five most to lose and top five most win list for the NFC this time in 2022. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. flies by when you're having fun brian how you doing my man how's your memorial day weekend it was fantastic it was full of memorial day hijinks yeah obi-wan was pretty good too man i don't want to spoil it for anybody but i'm a little moist (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) uh it was star warsy i liked it yes a lot of star wars in it Mm mm-hmm my favorite thing about it was when it was Star Wars, it really Star Wars and it's Star Wars hard. You know what I mean? I like when it does that. Yes. Oh, it's the best. It is the best. So we don't have to waste much time, everybody. If you listen to last week's episode, we did the AFC, our top five most to lose and top five most to gain. We don't have to explain it. If you listen to it last week, we're just giving our takes, teams, personnel, whatever it may be. Top five lists. A lot of fun. A uh, a lot of fun here. So, uh, Brian, without further ado, let's jump into it. Our NFC, we'll start off with the most to lose. It was hard, as we said last week. It It is harder for some reason to do the NFC. I don't know if it's because I just don't like, there's no huge storylines like that I like latch onto and go, yeah, that's a good one or that's a great one. Or I got a whole bunch of like solid ones and some obvious ones. Okay. This one is my one that I'm probably going to kill for the most. Uh, it's the Rams front office. Okay. Go ahead and keep telling me to app them picks. All I know is there's only one way to control, have cost-effective players, and that's by correctly drafting good players. Now, it is true. You don't always have to have a first-round pick in order to do that, which they've done a little bit here and there. But – if they continue to have just so-so day two and day three drafts, I'm going to have a strong argument for, don't you want to get a blue chip player every now and then? Like it's, it's almost beneficial to, in a way, like if you think you're really good at scouting and you really know talent, it would be beneficial to take day two picks or day three picks and bulk them up to improve your first round draft stock instead of the opposite, right. which is trading off your first round picks for, established players which is a proven and smart idea but eventually it does catch up to you so i think they they may be just planning for like excuse me planning for it i'm not positive though i don't know their direction like long where do you see yourself in five years rams (laughs) like what's your five-year plan well yeah it isn't effort will be gone for two years and money is uh well good thing the cap's going up you know cap does go up but not, not the rate that you spend money. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting! All the front-loaded contracts and and re, you know, uh, you know, re deals alternating, uh, you know, readjustments, all that stuff. It's it's scary. It's scary. But they got that. They got what they wanted. They they got what Sean McVay wanted. Um, how many Super Bowls are they going to get out of it? Right? Because Stafford's right. not young. Aaron Donald's not young. Well, he's he's they're young but they're not like fresh out of the draft, like superstars. These are guys who just kind of keep getting going up in cost. The, the more you win, the more you succeed, yeah. the harder it's going to be to keep them all. Stafford didn't just play 12 years. He played 12 years in Detroit, which is like 12 years in dog years. So it's like <laughs> 94, it's <a> <laughs> something like that. Probably, 94 yeah. in human years. Did I, yeah. do math? did I do math? Good. I think you did. I think you did. So, I like that. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a good perspective. Um, 
Oh, it's eighty. It's it's it? it's all or nothing. It's it's been all or nothing for the Rams. They keep finding ways to uh, to make it work, but eventually, uh, that Bucks going to stop. Yeah. Speaking of Bucks, supposed oh. to lose. This is maybe this is probably outside. I'm going to say Tom Brady. Now, hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Tom Brady um, was retired. He got to walk away from the game of football, something that he loved after about a month, seeing his kids, being home with his wife. He said, I can't do this anymore. I'm going back to the National Football League. Um, There, too often, have I seen players that have been considered all-time greats play well into like way past when they should have retired, should have hung it up years ago. You know, um, like it's hard for me, like, but Peyton Manning, he was a shell of his former self in that 2015 season. Noodle alarmed, um, literally did just enough to survive. I know he had some neck issues. Like he did, he did just enough for the Broncos to win. Just enough. Um, uh, there's been, I mean, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, like Jerry Rice caught like Emmett Smith. Emmett, I think Emmett Smith's last season, it was like it, it wasn't good <laughs> with the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. Um, Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Whether we want to, you know, there's a lot of people that try to debate it. I'm sorry, it is the truth, but. Okay, it's my opinion. I'm not going to say it's the truth, but there's a lot of facts that validate it. I don't want to see Tom. I don't know if I want to see Tom Brady play bad football. Like, I feel like if you go out like a pimp like that, like passing yards leader, and he's again, he's playing great football um, still to this day. But if you go out like that, it's always, you're always going to, you know, could he have won a Super Bowl, another Super Bowl, possibly. but, uh, you know, if you go out, again, at, at, at the top statistically with a lot of, to offer, um, you know, that you go out on a high note, which a lot of guys don't really get to do. Um, but I'm at the point now where I don't know. I, I feel like I'd be uncomfortable seeing Brady throw for like 3,000 yards. Like it would, it would make me a little uncomfortable to see that kind of season or have like a bunch of touchdown, like low touchdown, high interception, gun, anything like that especially knowing too, that he has that deal with, I believe it's Fox where he gets going to an analyst and he's going to make more money than he ever did being a football player. So um, I just, I always worry about that with players just sticking around way past where they, when they should. And I I feel like, I mean, Brady has nothing to gain anymore. He's definitely can't be in that boat, right? He's done it all. He's done it all. He's the first team, first quarterback to lead a team to win a Super Bowl in their home stadium, you know, all the cha- the, the the Lombardi trophy, Super Bowl rings, uh stats, you know, legacy legacy, it's it, there there's there's more to lose here than win, I feel. He's just at this point he's just trying to be the goat of all goats. This this is almost like he's going against all of sports. Like Jordan and Tiger <laughs> yeah. Woods yeah. and yeah. Like you guys are great and all but do you see the crap I had to deal with? <laughs> you ever you ever get t- tackled by a three hundred and fifteen pound man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love the man uh, for his love of playing football and his I passion. I, I do like him so much more. I can't. It's hard for me to have intelligent conversations about Brady with impartial fans. Everybody, like I, I feel like I cannot have a nice discussion. I mean, with yeah. you, obviously, but. Like just a random person, you hear you try to talk Tom Brady. Oh, oh. it's Deflategate, which was <laughs> bullshit. Anyways, thanks Chuck Pagano. Um, you know, oh cheater. Oh, not the goat. Joe Montana is, you know, it's just shit like that. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's one it's it's one of those. I can't have intelligent conversations with people. How about a talented? I don't even know how to segue. Uh, Kyler Murray. Is he, that who your next one is? Yeah, he's not smart. He's no. not. He's not. He's not smart. I don't know any quarterback who's ever 
taken. So, he leaves that season, and it's like, yeah, I lost in the playoffs and they didn't play well, but look at us, Cardinals. Look what we got going on. This is great. Great players. I played well. Blah, blah, blah. Literally cramps on it within like two weeks. Like the season's over with two weeks and just, pfft, nope, this is all, uh, I, I'm, I'm mad. I need a contract and not even mad, but just like, I'm, I, I, I play well and I deserve it. And it's old to me. And it's like, what are you talking about, bro? Like go back and work harder than you did last year to get yeah. over that first step. Like you, you failed in your first playoff attempt. Uh, other quarterbacks have done that. Good quarterbacks. Uh, I believe Peyton Manning. Did he lose his, his in his first playoff? I'm trying to Probably. think of like a, a real. I'm thinking like 2001. They you know, it was 2000 or 2001. They went. And they they were like a high seed and they got they got beat out Did quick. They? Yeah. Okay. So, but like that that would be like a selling point. Once again, like I said last week with Baker, if I could be a man in Kyler Murray's corner right now, I'd be like, hey, bro, listen, love your game. Uh, you're talented. You're like literally one of a kind right now in the league. There's n- there's no quarterback that's as fast as you and can throw the ball like you do. Like Josh Allen can throw a ball far and he runs pretty fast, but not Kyler Murray fast. Same thing go for, goes for Mahomes. Like Kyler Murray's like an next a- uh, level athlete. So if you <laughs> if you don't back up this season with anything close to what you did last year, oh boy, it's bad. I, I don't know where he ends up because I, I wouldn't want to take a chance on that. Colts fans right. are getting excited at the prospect of trading for him. And it's like, no, he's got a shitty little Napoleon complex and he's hurt all the time, all the time, all the time. Always playing with something. I get you're tough. He's tough, but listen, I need you to be smarter than you are tough. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's the thing with quarterbacks. I, yeah. I love it when you're tough, John Elway, Super Bowl spinning in the air, you know what I mean? Tough, love it. You know why we love John Elway is because he was actually smart (laughs) and most of the time didn't do that stuff, right? So we'll see, we'll see where Kyler wants to go for sure. Balls in his corner, yes, it is. My number four, uh, another quarterback. I know it's a lot, it's very heavily quarterback themed, but I feel like these, you know, they're. It, it, they they take the mo- the brunt of it. They take the glory and they take the failure. Um, I'm gonna go Jared Goff. I feel Ooh. like he's somebody who has a lot to lose this upcoming season. There was a lot of hype between behind this Detroit Lions team this upcoming year. All right, a lot of hype, and I know it's a lot of outside noise. People are excited. Jared Goff was a Super Bowl um, or NFC champion, Super Bowl appearing quarterback just four short years ago. Uh, this Lions team is good. It's feisty. It's got character. It has heart. Um, and he kept the Lions in a lot of games last year that they had no business being in. Most of their losses being, uh, I believe, seven to ten points was kind of like their 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 average where they were, like how many points they were losing by. Just having awesome games. Um, and the Lions had two picks in the first round this year. They could have taken a quarterback. They decided not to, which I agreed with. And they wrote it out. They like we're gonna build up some some of these other fundamental positions and uh, a wide receiver and of course a DN. So Jared Goff, uh, if he messes up this season for Detroit, which would be a very Detroit thing to do, uh, he's not. I don't know too many people who are gonna be screaming to acquire Jared Goff. Um, in a trade as a QB one backup, possibly backup, probably, but, um, this is Jared's last chance. Another interesting thing between us that'll show up later in the draft is how, how we're viewing quarterbacks and their opportunities. Um, I love, I love, I love the opportunity that Jared Goff has, Uh, but I'm with you that there's a lot to lose. This, this is it, bud. You, you cost a lot of money. You're uh, at the end of it. You know what I mean? This is, this is the last year that you caught, you caught a, you're getting a big paycheck, not what earned, you know? <laughs> right. Not, not very much earned. So yeah, it, this could be the, the big uh, payfall for him. Right. Number three. We're at number three now. Yep. This is the hot seat court uh, coach, right? Matt rule. 
This oh, is oh, that's a good. I completely escaped. I wanted to do something Panthers related. I couldn't put Christian McCaffrey there, even though it could have been. I could have used McCaffrey in some instance. Matt Rule is a great choice. Last year, you fired a guy who my Bills, who have been doing things right, luckily for the last few years. Uh, the Bills picked up their trash. You know, Panthers said, "Oh, Joe Brady, you're no good guy here." You're bad at footballing. So he's gone. And now it's Matt Rule by himself with the worst quarterback situation in the league. Right? Yeah. It's over. I mean, it's up there. It's up there. So so now you're saying what was deemed to be a forward thinking offensive mind, kind of like Mike uh, um. Is it Mike McDaniel's? Uh, the Mike McDaniel, yeah, the Do- uh, Dolphins had new head coach. Yep. Thank you. So similar mindset where like he's forward thinking, progressive, understands how to generate offensive points, um, and you, you, he's caught and he's gone, which is fine. But now you're going in with the same quarterbacks, <laughs> so now it's you. You're the one that's taking the axe this time. It, it, you don't have anyone else to offer up for their head to get lobbed off. You're the guy going up to the gallows, and I just don't see how he gets out of it. He has he's he will lose all of it, in my I, opinion. Yeah, I don't think he's in a very win. There's no winning, I think, in this year's situation for him, unless Which, Matt Coral comes out and is the most NFL ready quarterback of all time. I think it's a wrap on Matt Rule. Yeah, what I mean, because like obviously it's the Bucks. And then those other three teams are all different version of not good. Um, but I could see the ownership looking at it like you're three, you couldn't beat up the saints. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That you'll, it'll be like that. Like you, you couldn't beat them. Watch them not even be able to beat out Atlanta. Yeah. Who is objectively trying not to be good. <laughs> They're doing a damn good job. And I know, good. right. Proud damn of them. Good job. <laughs> Fantastic job. My number three, I am going to place. This is tough. I'm stuck between switching one person from the most to gain and one to the most to lose. Ooh. <sighs> Was it based off of anything I said or that we just said? No, I just been thinking deep about it. I'm going to say, I think for a lot of the same reasons that I mentioned Jared Goff with a lot of draft picks, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. Walk me through this one. Okay. There was talks about him being – them not really fully ready to commit behind him. Mm-hmm. All right. Some of his play was erratic. I know you're a, you're a big fan of him. I want to see him do good. Um, but a bad year here under center with uh, revamped offense, AJ Brown. Okay. Um, some of those things, a bad year here. Uh, listen, we watched Jalen Hurts make a lot of terrible throws last year. You and I analyzed one. Um, it was a complete overthrow. I think it was them against the Giants towards the end, towards the end of the season. Um, we've seen a lot of that. Jalen has to clean up his stuff. Uh, this Eagles team, I think right now is the best in the NFC East. All right, I think it is, but the play is going to come down to Jalen hurts. And yeah. if he doesn't pan out, we know how Philadelphia fans are, how quick they turned on Carson Wentz, how quick they turned on Doug Peterson. What makes we th- us think that Jalen hurts is, is any different in that regard? Um, I, you know what I mean? The damn sure the way this roster is built, the hype is real. And if he, if he finds a way to screw it up with bad play, erratic play, I I'd be concerned. I'd be concerned if I was Jalen hurts. So I think there's more to lose here. I think there's more to lose here. You made the playoffs last year. Um, I'm not saying Philadelphia is a super bowl bound team in the NFC. Maybe if some things go right, but I think there's a lot to lose here. I'm not saying this is 2012 dream team with Vic and Macklin and McCoy and Jackson and all those pieces, but um, I feel like this this like 
I don't even know if Carson Wentz had this much help on his offense ever. I really don't. I think that's fair. I wasn't sure where you're coming with him, but now it 100% makes sense. And it probably, it probably should have been on my list too, but I, I was blinded probably by my Jalen Hurts love. Right. He's, he's one of my boys. I don't know why. Like I gravitate towards smaller quarterbacks. Baker, kind of small. Jalen Hurts, kind of small. I love Doug Flutie, really small. Yeah. <laughs> I like the people that people like to count out. That's my thing. But mine are just more so attitude, like like Jay Cutler and Phillip Rivers and stuff like that. But yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, I do hope for Jalen's sake that, yeah, he doesn't lose it all because you you just painted it pretty well there. I didn't realize how much pressure he would be on, but after thinking about it, they taking a lesser talented team to the playoffs last year was a high achievement for the Eagles. How much of that was associated to Jalen Hurts' play? I think you make a, a fair point that he wasn't a big part of that. He was a, a, a part of it, a big part of it. So if he can take that step, then, yeah, good call, Matt. Yeah. Uh, how about them Cowboys coming in number two? Yeah, <laughs> it's the Cowboys. You you got swag, 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 swag. It's always the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. What if the Eagles run into town and poop all over you? <laughs> Could happen. I don't think what it's if, that far fetched. What if Brian Dable figures out? How to get that offense to actually move the ball? Uh oh, that's a problem. Yep, can't can't lose a, a fluke game to the Giants for no reason, let alone maybe two. Uh, the Commanders, yeah, they, I, I write them off, but at the same time, they had a pretty good draft. Just saying. So, I think the window on that regime is just about to slam down. After this year, you, I think you, it's. I think it closed after last year. Yeah, I think it. I do. I really do. I really do. I think the defense, because of the defensive upswing, but I am the guy that always says they lost the defense. They lost the. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. No, you're right with Parsons and um a couple of the other ones. I you are right. You are right. But I just feel like man, 2016 really good team. Rookies and, and you know, get guys on rookie contracts. Great team, great offensive line. Couldn't do it Ugh. Yeah. last year. Best offensive weapons ever. Like, yeah. in that, like, not ever. Okay, not ever. But in this new Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott era, Tony Pollard, the, the tight ends, Jarwin and Schultz, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, who I think has a catching problem. <laughs> Yeah, or drop balls problem. I think that's a big thing, and they're totally like trusting that as a wide receiver one. I mean, T.D. Lamb puts up numbers. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I, I think their window is uh, the, probably a playoff team this year. But I, I don't. I I I'm I'm out on the Cowboys. I, right. I am. I, I put a lot of faith in them over the years, and I, I'm out. A lot of people will lose their job if they literally like, as simple. You make the playoffs, whatever but it's winning the division. If they don't win the division, they're losing their jobs. Yep. I concur. Uh, number two, this is where I have my Cardinal stuff. And I mean, the Cardinals as a whole Kingsbury front office, this team, Jalen or not Jalen hurts. Kyler. Yeah. Kyler Murray, everything. They're in a no win situation. There's no doubt that Kyler Murray has been a positive influence on this team's trajectory. No doubt about it. But his injuries have also been not good. They're kind of like in a Cleveland situation right now where I think they're kind of, well, Cleveland went the Deshaun Watson route, but Cardinals, there's not really a whole lot of routes to go to. And you're dealing with the DeAndre Hopkins thing. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury is a very largely unproven head coach. He's done some good. Don't get me wrong. He's done some good in the National Football League, but, um, but you know, he didn't really have a lot of college credentials coming in. It's a tough situation all around. You know, if you're the Cardinals, are you willing to pay the guy who, you know, 
turned her franchise around in, in, in Kyler Murray, even though he's, you know, the injuries are starting to pile up and that's not a good sign for a mobile quarterback. I don't know what you do all across the board. The Cardinals are in a lose situation, a losing situation all across the board. So I got the Cardinals at number two. I think uh, if there was a window open for them, which might, which last year was probably it. Uh, I don't anticipate too much coming from Arizona. I don't like a lot of their vibe. No, I never really liked Kingsbury. He wasn't even good in college. Right. I don't even know how he got this job. Numero, <laughs> numero uno. Huh? Drum roll, please. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I tried to avoid any hot button guys or, or teams or coaches. Um, and Rogers to me right now has a lot to lose. Cause it's like, what's your legacy right now, bro? I, I keep getting great. told all the time. You're one of the greatest quarterbacks, quarterbacks of all time. Greatest quarterbacks of all time. Win Super Bowls. Plural. Multiple. Yeah. You don't you don't even make it to Super Bowls anymore. No. You used to do that. You don't even do that anymore. I hate uh, to be hard on the guy, but it's like he's this... he's he walks the walk, but he cannot like he talks the talk, but he lately does not walk the walk. Right. Now you're I mean, that's spot on. That's a great number one. It's probably way better than mine. Uh you're right. He, he like there's report he, he he is a diva. <laughs> he is the diva. He is diva like ever. He thought that when he re-signed with Green Bay, that Devontae Adams was coming back, and that didn't happen, allegedly. Um, just so much stuff. But he's always been about Aaron. It certainly seems like it's. It's always like I. Another guy I can't defend anymore. I can't. Yeah. They're gonna. They're not gonna. I don't see them doing another thirteen and. 13 win season like they have in the last couple of years. Right. I think, I think under with Matt LaFleur, they've had 13 win seasons the last three straight years. I'm not seeing it right now with that offense. Not good. Sammy Watkins (laughs) is their hope in Randall Cobb. They literally have the all all hospital team and, and, and wide receiver. Poor, poor Alec Pierce, which is going to have way too much weight of the world thrust upon him. Pierce, <clears throat> isn't that who they drafted? Didn't they take? Oh, isn't that Colts the got Pierce? Oh, I'm sorry. North Dakota State or South South Dakota State? Oh boy, I'm on it. This is why you don't call me the draft guru, because then I say names that are wrong names. <laughs> North Dakota State wide receiver Christian Watson. Christian Watson. That's who they took in the second round. Yep, two picks in, but three picks in, but but yeah, that's a great one. Perfect for uh, what we're doing here today. Yeah, it should be a shoe in for Green Bay to kind of move through the NFC the way that the NFC is shaping up. But right. uh, look at the they they have probably the worse. weakest of, they have the weakest division, right? Let's see. East, decently competitive. I think West, the South is very well, competitive. Maybe not. Yeah. <clears throat> the West outside of Seattle, you know. South and the South and the North are the two weakest. And I would probably put the, the North the easiest. Yeah. And you have Aaron Rodgers. Who should get you 13 wins almost every year? Yeah. So I like it. I like it. I wish I would have thought of it. My number one, Carson Wentz. Ah. This is it for Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz is not 2017 Carson Wentz pre injury, then Carson Wentz QB1 is no more. You went to the place where quarterbacks go to die, and that's Washington. All right. Washington. That's the last chance. Washington. <laughs> I mean, look at the quarterbacks that have died there, it, essentially. Mark Sanchez, Alex Smith, um, 
you know, that was Case Keenum's last starting gig. Like there, like there, <laughs> there's been a lot of bad in Washington, but that's how far you've fallen. You went from Philadelphia, which love them or hate them, Philadelphia is a prime NFL city. That fan base is passionate. Um, they've been a very mostly successful franchise uh, since the 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 divisional realignment. Um, couldn't make it there. Indianapolis, you go nine and eight, whatever. And you, you mess up at the worst possible time. So you get traded to Washington and you, you put on this, this Ronald McDonald looking costume, um, this stupid varsity jacket, and you're not in high school anymore. And the pressure's on you. You got bounced in one year. You couldn't hang with your boy, Frank Reich. And now you're in Washington a team who is their owner's about to get shit canned. He's about to get voted out. Dan Snyder's about to get voted out. Um, so yeah. So yeah, Carson Wentz, there's a lot of pressure. If you don't get it, um, if you don't get it, then that's it. That's it for Carson. I had him. And then I took him off. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm Max actually fine that we got. Yeah, you're right. Honestly, you're right. <laughs> Matt's I know Matt will hit this. Yeah, well deserving. I mean, what what happened to him? I, I I would love I would love to know. Like, sit down with a sports psychologist and and me just eavesdrop, just be a, a fly in the wall. Like, w- w- confess, dude, what's going on in your head? Because I think that's where it is. I don't think that he on all, all of a sudden stopped being athletic because he entered the league as a pretty athletic quarterback. You could get out, make plays on the run, pretty good, pretty good arm. Nothing crazy, but like all these things are like super check marks. And then he got hurt. Right. This is a bad injury, but I don't know. I always thought he would bounce back. I don't think it's going to happen. Definitely not in Washington. No. I mean, he's got McLaurin, which is cool, but I, I, yeah. And, and, uh, they took the kid from Penn State, Dobson, too. Yes. Which yeah. is nuts. Good so luck. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's, um, they, there's a chance there's a, I think the, that he can succeed there, but if he doesn't, it's a wrap. So, yeah. um, all right, let's go to the positives. Most to gain. I will kick this one off. Um, this is where I'm going to put Mr. Danny dimes, Daniel Jones. Uh-huh. He's got an exciting head coach, excitable head coach and Brian Dable who revolutionized the, the bills offense revolutionized it, changed it for the better. We all know that. All right, Daniel Jones, uh, this is, I mean, this is it. This is, this is, it could be, he could be a most to lose person, but like I joked about with Mitch Trubisky, uh, when Daniel Jones is much lower on the tier, uh, he doesn't have much more to lose. All right. He's if once he loses this giant's job, it's out, but the potential is there. All right. It looks like they did a little bit better job drafting and, and making moves and uh, they've been trying to put together an exciting team. And the NFC is down this year. You know, the, the, there's 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 some potential here. Uh, yeah, dude. They're and they're willing to commit to Daniel Jones. Brian Dable is uh, to Daniel Jones. They want to build an offense built around him and his strengths. That's cool. Um, we shall see. And if he if it pans out, then good on him. Track record. Not just Daniel Jones, but other people that have held, been held on to way too long. It's probably not going to end well, but the potential is 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 definitely there for the Giants. This is who I was considering flipping Jalen Hurts for. I got you. I got you. We kind of matched for number five. Did we really? Oh, I put Brian Dable. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um. So what you're saying about Daniel Jones is. Like he he entered the league, and I I thought that he was always overdrafted. In my opinion, I always thought that's too much pressure for this guy. Do not be taking this quarterback this high. He had a good career at Duke. Nothing crazy. It was good. But then again, it's also under the framework of Duke. Duke doesn't win in football. Right? It doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Duke is a basketball school, not a football right, school. Right. And then he happened to be coached under this quarterback guru, right? That coached Peyton Manning and Eli Manning and all this great stuff. Um, so I always thought he came into the league with more weight on him than other guys did. Right. 
being in New York, all that good stuff, you know, winning tradition. So all that being said, they bring in Brian Dable after bringing in Shane, Joe Shane from the Bills to be the GM. So they come together like this, kind of uh, kind of like, you know, McDermott and Bean were like that. Um, he it, Dable to me, like if he can resurrect and get a lot out of Daniel Jones, holy cow. Like the league, everyone in the league's going to go, oh, and then they're going to be like, well, who, who does he got on the staff? And then the next coach up right away is going to have like, you know, buzz around him. The amount of goodwill and prosperity that Brian Dable can bring to everyone in the organization is insane. Yeah. From where they were. And I mean, it's going to make that GM look smart because, hey, we're winning. And I, that was my, that was my guy. He fixed, he fixed Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones gets to stick around. He's got a team. He's a franchise quarterback, right? Couldn't that happen if they find a way to, I don't know, if they go nine and eight? That's a big step forward for them. And Daniel Jones passes the eye test of like, He's doing stuff he was doing wrong or better doing stuff better than he did previously. You know, yeah, dude. I think we're locked up in that one. The Giants have a lot to gain this year. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, all right, number four. I'm gonna put Jimmy G. Mm. I'm gonna put Jimmy G. All right. He is uh consistently over the last cut, he's Fended off Trey Lance pretty well up to this point. And there's still a uh, pretty much a thought going around that Trey Lance is uh, not that guy and that the San Francisco 49ers are very unimpressed with, with Trey Lance. Jimmy G puts together another, I mean, uh, last year they overachieved. I thought they finished second in the NFC um, beat green Bay in green Bay, bumped him out there, beat Dallas in Dallas and I mean, I got that mixed up in order, but they made it the AFC championship game and they were a bad pass away. Um, Jimmy G can hold on to this thing just a little bit longer. If, uh, if he can, if he can put together another season, stay healthy. All right. Stay healthy. That's the most important thing. And, and maintain that, that job, maybe get an extension. I, I don't know. I know Jimmy G hasn't, you know, been a world beater when it comes to NFL quarterbacking in San Fran, but um, he has, he has, outlasted Trey Lance so far. He's, he's done better than Trey Lance so far. And obviously he should, he's been around the NFL a lot longer, but um, San Fran bumped up. You're right. They, they traded up to get Trey Lance. Yeah, they did. And uh, so far, you know, they haven't been, they're not really ready to commit to Trey Lance as of right now, as of May 20, well, we'll say when the episode drops May 24th uh, or no, Jesus, uh, <laughs> May 31st. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I just broke the fourth wall. Um, you know, uh, it's 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 one of those things. So, I like that perspective. I like that view on it. <clears throat> Thank you. You're welcome. I uh, I didn't pick a Jimmy, but he could go by Jimmy. Uh, Jameis, dude, Jameis has a lot to gain. Yes, are, you, are, are you are you gonna take control of this team and be a part of the solution to the Saints staying relevant and being a winning team, winning quote unquote? Don't don't see them contending for a Super Bowl or anything, but still winning. It's better than not winning. So yeah, James, get your name back out there. You, you've often been thought about as one of the most gifted passers, not always the most. Uh, intelligent of decisions being made, but what he can do as far as delivering the ball, like the, the Duke can put it anywhere on the field. So, you know, Jameis has always been that guy and to, to see him get back out there, 100% healthy, leading a talented Saints offense. Let's not forget, man, they Michael Thomas coming back. They just traded up and they selected Chris Olave. They've got Elvin Kamara on the backfield. Like, yeah, Payton, Sean Payton's not there anymore, but these offensive pieces are still there. Yeah. So um, I, I think Jameis, yeah. Very Time good. to shine, bud. Very good. Uh, my number three. Eat up a dub. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
my number three, I'm going to put head coach Dan Campbell, the Detroit Lions. The hype, it's there. He's got I a thought it would be though. higher. I it, thought you would have be higher. I got one well, more. Once again, we're not really ranking them. Like yeah. That. There's a lot to gain here. Um, you could, I feel it. I feel it with Detroit. I feel it in a way that I haven't felt it in all my years of watching football, um, whether it be Schwartz or that Matt Patricia or, or Caldwell or some of these other guys, I feel it with Dan Campbell. I really feel like there's something there. Detroit was fun to watch last year, even though they got, they went what one in six. No, they lost. They won two games. I think. Right. I can't remember. No, they had two of they had the second remember. overall pick, so they must have got three. No, what the heck? I can't remember. Um, but you weren't a winning football team last year. You were competitive. You were fun. But you have people want to come play for you. People want to come play for you because they believe in you. There's a lot to gain. If they put forth a good season this year, they can have their pick of the litter as far as free agents go. They become a trade destination, even though it's Detroit – and that it's not really like one of those alluring places, but, um, and the culture just keeps building. You get your yeah. featured on hard knocks this year. So people are going to really get a taste of who you are. So yeah, Jason, uh, Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, number three, a lot to gain. Um, I, I want to bite kneecaps. <laughs> so I do. Well, we are going to have a lot of things in common. I guess on this side of the, uh, we're on the positive side now. More to gain. I don't have Jimmy G, but I had Jameis because the reason I didn't have Jimmy G is because my guy to gain is Trey Lance. If Trey Lance, by injury or actually winning the job, if Trey Lance gets in, he has a phenomenal roster in front of him. Dynamic, well coached, proven. And I mean, there's, there's maybe he's the one that's going to unlock how to get Debo out of the run guy to the more pass catching guy. That's what I'm looking for. Trey Lance, you were a big name coming out. You were supposed to be this highly gifted, athletic, arm talent quarterback. So far, you've been put off, put off to the side as kind of a gimmick. So we'll see here. I think Trey Lance has a good chance here of optimizing what he does um, in the NFL just in this season alone. Yeah, it's a good team to be a part of. It's a good team to be part of. Good coach, you know. So uh, if he pans out, then yeah, all more the power to him. More power to him. All right. Um, number two. Number two most game. I'm going to put right around number two, right? Yep. Yep. I'm going to put Todd Bowles. Oh. Literally handed the keys to a convertible, a Lamborghini, something really, really nice. It was a very kind gesture by Bruce Arians to leave what he did for Todd Bowles because this is the best team that Todd Bowles has ever coached already. Um, He's inheriting a Super Bowl caliber roster super bowl caliber team that can go out and win you know win some games and do some damage balls is todd balls is a he's a he's a classy guy i love his interviews he's dealt with a lot i mean we've seen him in new york a couple years ago and it just was not good it was not good um a lot to gain A, a lot to gain a top tier roster super bowl potential um you know, uh, I think he's got he's got one of the best head coaching positions, earned one of the best head coaching positions um, that was available as of last season. So, yeah, Todd Bowles. Yep, because it's his defense, so he'll just keep running it. And you already had Byron Leftwich calling all the plays. So that stays intact, too. So right. uh, number two for me, Jared Goff. Jared Goff has a lot to gain. Jared Goff can keep his job. He can play well enough to keep his job and be the Lions quarterback, right? 
That's not crazy. Jared Goff played in the Super Bowl. Jared Goff threw 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. Jared Goff was a 40. I don't know if it was that many. Jared Goff had one really good season for the Rams. Yes, it's the Rams and McVay and he all that really stuff. He never really had a terrible season, though, and that's the I, thing. I that like that point understand. even more. Yes, man, that point's even more important. He's never had a terrible season. I don't know. I don't, I'll never get the hate. It's always been about money, probably. Uh, but new culture, uh, I uh, obviously a coach who believes in you because they did not draft a quarterback that high. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they went out and took Malik Willis with the second pick. That would have been like, whoa, here we go. This is the dude coming from my job. No, it's still your team. And guess what? Better than the just being your team by me saying the words, those players in that locker room believe it's your team. Yeah. That coach believe it's your it's your team. They didn't say anything other different than that this offseason, which kudos to them because that's only gonna if this catches on, it's only gonna push the culture and, and the team further. One of my favorite my favorite probably moment from last year was the game that Jared Goff led that game winning drive against the Vikes and Goff ran over to Campbell and gave the biggest hug. And it was like, it was just like, it's, it, I was like, I had like tears rolling down like my <laughs> cheek. Like that's how emotional like this moment was. It was just so cool for Dan Campbell who, you know, heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak last year. And, and Jared Goff, it, it was a thing of beauty. Like that drive was immaculate. I, Go watch it again. I got listeners, viewers, even you, Brian, that go watch it again. It just how passionate, how excited the Lions fan base was. Oh man. So good. But, um, but yeah, I, I certainly agree. I think it's one of those things where he could be in a most to gain most to lose category. And I, I just didn't want to do that on, for my same lists. So I'm actually really glad that you put him in the most to gain. So I'm really glad. All right. Numero uno, numero uno. The last one, you already mentioned him. I'm going to put Jameis Winston. Uh-huh. Two years, 14 million, I think 28 million. I think he's getting 14 mil a piece. Uh, he had a 14 to three touchdown to INT ratio last year before he tore his ACL. The Saints were winning games. All right. He's been a factor in them being un, uh, not losing to the, uh, yeah, not losing to the ball. I think they, did he beat the Bucks once last year? I can't remember. They, he might have got him with his in the early because he was three and one before he left. He was injury, right. Yeah, three and one, something like that. But he had him in a good a good position to to possibly win some games. So, Jameis comes back. He's motivated. The dude's a national treasure. He's goofy as heck. I I love him. I don't know if he is a nerd, but he's like he's earned that nerd status in my opinion. The way he does interviews. Um. Oh, so good. So good as Jameis Winston. I'm rooting for the guy. And uh, if he can lead the Saints franchise going forward, then more power to him. All yeah. Everything to gain. Saints, it's a proud fan base. So Jameis Winston is my last. I'm glad he appeared twice on our list. Me too. He, he'd be a good story if he ends up turning this thing around. Absolutely. The ultimate good story and to frame – Finally, just frame out my uh, just hate of the Cowboys for some reason. <laughs> the Eagles have the most to gain out of every team in the NFC. Keep it rolling, man. Just let's fo- go ahead, Jalen Hurst. Get better. You, you, you brought in another dynamic weapon for you. You know what I mean? They, they did everything they could on defense to make that defense better. It all seems like it should roll the right way should should be all positive stuff a good climb up the ladder in the uh, nfc standings and i'm rooting for him man i really am i i would love to see this work out um stefanski the head coach for who the eagles yeah nope no who uh what's your nick siriani siriani you're not even the eagles guru anymore son of a gun <laughs> I don't know why I blink on names so bad. It's okay. I'm going to log that. You say hey, Mondays are the worst, man. You said Mondays it last. You said it last week's episode, so yeah. you're feeling groggy. So, yeah, I, I forgot to say I wasn't feeling great after <laughs> Memorial Day. <laughs> all the Star Wars, you know, the Obi Wan show, yeah. With all yeah. the cookouts, and yeah, it just took a toll on us. So, oh, so Sirianni was saying, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, love that guy, big fan. 
know everything about him. Never forget his name. <laughs> I do think, though, they put together a great offseason. Eagles positioned themselves better than any other team, I believe, in the NFC as far as actually making moves to improve and take advantage of a situation. Because if it's still the Cowboys division this year, so be it. But we, we know that money's catching up to them. That Zeke money's catching up to them. That Prescott money's going to catch up to them. Yeah, it's, it's, they it's, have not they're going to have to contract. Think about it. Like Michael Parsons continues to be amazing. You're going to have to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's it's true. And I don't know if they have the right coaches in peace in place for that. So that's, that's the thing. So I don't even know their coach's name because I purposely – chose not to say it this entire <laughs> podcast you did it's very admirable of you but uh we got through it we got through it so afc done nfc done it is divisional preview time the four-year yes. anniversary of the show essentially is coming up um as we get started and we have eight straight weeks of divisional previews my favorite we're going to add some fun layers to this uh this year's um just kind of a nice combination of everything and, and really give you the best, it, just the best experience that we can possibly give with divisional previews. I know everybody likes to do it. Um, but yeah, so we have two months worthy of that. We're getting, we're climbing towards the regular season. It's going to be here before you know it. And, um, and yeah, but that is it, Brian. Thank you, my man, for putting up with uh, this idea for the last two weeks. Appreciate it. It was fun. It was, it was And to the listeners. Enjoy the rest of your week. Till next time, the two-point conversation is good.